Again, truly I say to you, that if two of you are in harmony on earth concerning any matter for which they ask, it will be done for them from my Father who is in the heavens. Matthew 18.19 This week we begin a new series titled Burning in Spirit, Serving the Lord, with brothers and sisters testifying of their experiences of the church life in different localities. This meeting was held during the 2014 International Thanksgiving Day Conference in San Antonio, Texas. A link to the full audio can be found in the episode notes. So um, just to kind of give a background, in in the book entitled Messages to the Working Saints, uh, Brother Lee um, spoke and he said that this age group, you know, 20s or so to 40 or so, so, is the backbone of the church. And you consider, what is the backbone in the human body? You know, it's the framework, kind of the infrastructure, the weight-bearing core. Um, It gives you strength for movement, and it allows the body and supports the body to move to carry out a purpose, right? Um, And so you realize if there's a weakness, it's immediately noticed by the whole body in, in, uh, in this certain function. Um, and so, you know, about eight years ago or so, we started having these times because there was something, uh, a little bit of a deficiency on our part in rising up to begin to bear some of the burden of the churches and in the Lord's recovery. And so the brothers realized this and they began to meet, you know, with this specific need and this specific view um, of, of uh, kind of imparting this burden and this vision that we would rise up and begin to bear the, the weight of the Lord's recovery. Um, and so these times have continued until now. Uh, they were... At the beginning during the semi-annual training, and now we've kind of transitioned to having them during these conferences. Um, but each and every time, it's always a very glorious and encouraging time. Um, and so we want to encourage everyone who's here, you're in the right place, okay? <laughs> Working ones, serving ones, moms, moms with children, moms without children. Well, that's impossible, but sisters who don't have children. You know, anyone in this age bracket, even if you're not 20 to 40, if you're 50, 60, 70, that's Okay. You know, we're here to encourage one another. Amen. Um, and when I was considering this time, um, there are a couple of verses that, that uh, came to mind. The first one is in 1 Thessalonians 3, 6 through 8. It says, But Timothy, having just come to us from you and announcing the good news to us of your faith and love, and that you have kind remembrance of us always and long to see us just as we also you. Because of this, we were comforted because of you, brothers, in all our necessity and affliction through your faith. Because now we live if you stand firm in the Lord. Saints, there's a lot of we, us, and you. And so you see here, there's just a mutual encouragement here between Paul and these ones he was caring for. In the same way today, we're here just to mutually encourage and shepherd and uh, and incite one another to go on. And that's here in Hebrews 10. It says, Let us hold fast the confession of our hope unwavering. For he who has promised is faithful. And let us consider one another so as to incite one another to love and good works, not abandoning our own assembling together, but exhorting one another and so much the more as you see the day drawing near. So, saints, this is not, you know, a a tradition, a reunion, a pep rally of some sort. Um, And even this isn't just for the young adults. You know, it's kind of a misnomer. I think I have to admit I have a house, I have a wife, I have a child, I have two cars, I have a mortgage payment. That qualifies me as an adult, right? We're not really here as young adults anymore. We're here as adults, okay? And as adults, we have to raise up and bear some burden um, in the churches. And so um, it's kind of a misnomer that that we've used because people relate to it, but that's kind of a 
a term we would, you know, do away with at some point, hopefully. But anyways, we're just here to encourage one another, incite one another, um, and enjoy the Lord with one another. Amen. Amen. Yeah, praise the Lord, saints. It's so good to be here with everyone. Amen. Uh, you know, my wife and I came last two or three times, and the reason we, come, we keep coming back is, is, yes, one, we're very interested to know what it's like to continue to live this Christian life, and we want to know what it's like. Uh, but two, we really come back because of the, of the speaking of all the saints. Uh, it's so encouraging. So, uh, you know... I was going to share a little bit of my testimony uh, and, and then hope to hear from everyone. I really enjoyed over the last six months how we can speak to one another to strengthen and encourage one another to go on by speaking our experiences of Christ to one another. Amen. Uh, you know, we have a lot of truth within us. Praise the Lord for all the truths we've been hearing over this weekend. Uh, and then we're at a point in our lives where some of this truth is being experienced by us. Right. And when we share that with one another, it is an encouraging and strengthening word to one another. Uh, so, you know, during our Monday time, I get, we get together with a couple of working saints. And then sometimes we can get into the, the habit of just kind of speaking that truth to one another. Speaking, you know, where the, uh, where the verses are or where the ministry is. But I tell you, we strike something uh, when we share the experience, uh, how we experience our Christ in that situation. Amen. And then we are helped so much by that. Amen. And I really appreciate it. Jacob, throughout his life, it was the God of Abraham and it was the God of Isaac. Amen. But eventually when he blessed, it was his God. The God who has shepherded me all the days of my life. Right. So saints, in our day to day, you know, as, as the message was yesterday, our, the Lord arranges situations where God becomes some other God to become our God. Amen. He becomes our God in that experience. Amen. And when we share that with one another, we strengthen one another. Amen. We can encourage one another to go on more and more. Amen. So we'd like to open up the mic right now for that mutual encouragement. Uh, and so we, we'd like to ask for about a, a, a minute and a half each. And I think Kyle's going to be on the, on the piano, or someone will be on the piano uh, monitoring that time. Amen. Praise the Lord, Amen. saints. Amen. Yeah, start. So we'll use this microphone for the speaking. We'll just kind of start here and, and line up this way. Um, I guess while everyone is gathering their thoughts, I'll share a little experience. Um, I came on the Megabus this morning to the conference. Um, praise the Lord. And uh, on the Megabus, I got to enjoy a message from the, um, full t- from the training, from the semi-annual training. And this is one way I really appreciated getting into the ministry. In my situation, I'm in residency, which can be uh, busy at times. Um, and so you really have to seize and grasp kind of every opportunity you can, just kind of milk the minutes. Um, and so what I've kind of had this, had a habit of doing is just having messages on my phone. So any kind of spare minute, I can just hit play, and then I can just get into the ministry. Um, and so this has been a really a, an encouragement to me um, and kind of a supply to me as well, um, in, in kind of in the midst of an extremely busy schedule, just trying to, to, to seize these little opportunities to get into the ministry. Amen. Amen. So I forgot to tell you, saints, please, when you come up, please tell us your name, your locality, and what you're up to. Thank you. Uh, my name is Peter Becker. I'm in the church in Boston, and I'll follow my fellow resident. He's very busy. I just want to share how much I've been enjoying three to five minute prayer sessions on the phone with another brother. A lot of us are very busy, and most of us, whether we're busy or not, feel like we're busy. And so sometimes I'll find two or three minutes, and I'll call a brother and I say, I have three minutes. And I can tell in his response, he really only has three minutes, too. And so we just pray, and as we're praying, and then I just say, thanks, i got to go, bye. It's really supplying to know I don't have to 
have a long, detailed phone call with this person. I don't have to have a lot to say. I have three minutes. Like one morning, we had to bring snack to the meeting. I had my newborn daughter. I had to go to the store with her. It was cold out for one of the first time. I had her all bundled up. But when I got in the car for five minutes, I called a brother who was sharing that morning in the meeting. I said, brother, let's pray for the meeting for your sharing. And when I got to the parking lot of the grocery store, I said, I got to go. It was so supplying. Most of us, probably all of us, have a cell phone. We know others' numbers. We can call one another, take these little bits of time like David shared, and just redeem the time to be built up together. My name is Lydia Cornell uh, from the church in Austin, and I am working. I've been working full-time since I graduated from the training a few years ago. Um, And I, uh, a couple, I guess, okay, so uh, my experience working um, was mostly one of realizing that it occupied my heart, and I didn't have as much uh, capacity for the church life as I needed to. And so um, I just recently switched jobs to work at UT, which gives me a little bit more uh, flexibility for um, things, for, for basically having something outside of work. Um, and, and I just am thankful that the Lord not only gave me a positive job situation where I can be unoccupied for the church life, but also has this fringe benefit of being with the saints while I'm at work, right? So I'm at UT, and I have lunch breaks, and um, I'll, sometimes I'll be on my way to a meeting, and we'll see some saints having a, uh, an appointment, and I'll, my heart will just... Um, I'll, I'll, just, I'll just get so excited and encouraged, or I'll see a, a banner for, you know, the Bible study, and I'll just, and it'll be a reminder to pray. Um, but um, I, Caitlin and I wanted to share our experience, kind of, of, of entering into a sort of a labor together. She and I started having a prayer appointment once a week a few years back. Um, but since I've been on campus, she's serving full time, and it's been kind of an opportunity for us to to labor together a little bit more. (laughs) Yeah, so my name is Kaylin Barton. I'm serving in Austin, and um, like Lydia was saying, we just started having morning revival on the phone because Lydia was going to this job that was like sucking the life out of her, and I just needed someone to pray with in the morning who wasn't a full-timer, so, or, or a student, you know? If you're serving, it's nice to pray with someone who's not doing exactly what you're doing kind of in the trenches every day. So it was nice to pray, read, and then be able to give a burden for Lydia to pray for during the day. Because, you know, my fellow serving ones, they're praying for the same things I'm praying for. We're like in the middle, in the thick of it. But to have someone I know who's praying for me, who um, it's giving her life to, to be praying for my going somewhere, different things was just a huge supply. But now that Lydia's on campus, it's really advanced to where we can take care of people together. Um, There's a specific college student we have appointments with, um, and to just have the fresh eyes, the fresh supply of a community saint with a student is is really huge. And then also, it brings me more into function with the young people. Mm -hmm. I have a burden for the young people, but being on campus, I just don't have much time or capacity um, to labor with them, except for true school. And so... I get to enter into Lydia's burdens, um, praying for specific ones. Um, we have a lot of overlap with people, and so 
it's just been a sweet experience of getting to serve together um, and be vital together. Amen. And it's been very special to me because I, f- it, it, I feel like I am able, I'm serving full time, right? Amen. I feel like I really am a job keeping full timer. Uh, and it's such a privilege to be able to, to serve together in such a way. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. My name is Priscilla Barton. Uh, my husband and I, uh, we live in Northern California. In a, uh, we meet in a city called Pleasanton, California. And um, I, we have two kids. They're sleeping upstairs right now, so <laughs> praise the Lord. Um, but I just wanted to share, um, you know, I, we moved to Pleasanton about three years ago. And, I, you know, we were, serve, we were serving in the church, but, you know, I don't, we weren't super active. And then when we moved to the smaller locality, the Lord just kind of, like, stirred in us in a really strong way. And so we had a big burden, but we're very frustrated. But um, that I was, you know, I was listening to a lot of the messages on the children's work and that raising up the next generation book. And so, just slowly over time, I was considering and praying to start a children's meeting in my home. And um, circumstances just kind of like came together where a sister, you know, she said, oh, let's try it. And so, you know, I said, okay. So then we just, you know, we decided to set it up, and then she backed out at the last minute. <laughs> but I had already invited some people, so I just had it. And, um, and anyways, it was such a, you know, I've been having it since July, uh, once a week, in around 5 o'clock on Thursday or Friday. And um, I, I, and what was great is I, my daughter, she's in a, I put her in a ballet class, she's three and a half, and so she met, you know, she makes friends, and, you know, all the moms are sitting there, and they're all just kind of staring at their phones or whatever, and so about after a month, I got up the guts to actually ask one of them, you know, her name, and then eventually we went to McDonald's after the class, and so it was just like, you know, kind of getting to know each other, and then, you know, I got her email, and now we're, we spend like almost every day together, and she's not a believer, but she's, she's entrusted her daughter with our family, so um, so her daughter comes to the children's meeting every week faithfully without, um, you know, her mom's not a believer. She's a Buddhist, but but she's, you know, it's and, and we, I mean, we just spend so much time together, but I just see the Lord is slowly moving in her. And I just want to encourage you, saints, you know, you don't, you don't have to be really bold to try to, you know, speak to people. But if you can get an email, you can just put them on your email list, you know, and you just say, oh, I have this time at my home. Um, we sing songs, we do craft, and we you know teach them to share you know this kind of thing and you tell them it's a christian thing and i have never i haven't had anybody who's who's rejected me i mean people come like i we've since july we've had at least 12 new moms um and we've had about 15 kids and from week to week we have about five kids each week and it's been a salvation to our family and uh there's another family that has joined my husband and i and now afterwards we kind of sort you know we have a fellowship time the, the brothers get to just share what they enjoyed every week. So I just encourage you, you know, to just to do it and try it and don't, you know, don't wait for people to, you know, just do it and the Lord will bless it. Amen. Amen. So my name is Juvenal Luisa, or Junior, and uh, actually I'm in Oklahoma City um, serving full-time, sort of, uh, working in school, so, but serving is just at heart. Um, anyhow, I just wanted to share two things. One thing is to... Uh, like the brothers have shared before, just about having these random times with different brothers. Uh, I know there's a lot of brothers that are busy, you know, especially doing work. They have a lot of random schedule. So it's always good when you see a brother just to either go to him, especially, actually, I live right on the meeting hall premises, actually. So it's very simple for me. I see a lot of brothers around there. Just go, contact them, have some prayer time. So it's just a sweet and refreshing time. Uh, Second thing is to, I really appreciate uh, having a home. Having a home and having a regularly set schedule uh, for uh, appointments. 
And that's just been a really uh, lifesaver because we can get busy with, uh, especially being at work and with so many things, you get busy with a lot of things, and a lot of things can consume your time. But having those set times, you're, you're held accountable to the ones you're caring for or they're caring for you, really. Uh, and uh, so it's, it's just a really uh, salvation. And just being able to have such ones in your home or go to them. You know, I have an appointment uh, at a university when I used to serve full-time at university. I used to have one from there. And also I have some coming over to my house. And it's just been such a salvation to have a regularly uh, set appointment time. It's a set time to have these ones. It really just causes you to be fresh, to continue seeking the Lord in a strong way. So it's just very encouraging. My name is uh, Martin Fuller from the church in Lubbock. Uh, there's two things. Uh, I got a lot of help from coming to this time in Philadelphia. And there are two things that I have really enjoyed and have helped me uh, living in Lubbock. Uh, the first one is, uh, my wife and I went to a conference some time ago in Oklahoma City uh, on prayer, and since then we've endeavored to pray together. And uh, I can't think of a greater help to our marriage than to pray. Um, you know, uh, in our locality, um, we are some of the more experienced saints. <laughs> So there's a lot of things going on. Uh, there's a lot of burdens, uh, not to mention a lot of students who are open on the campus. And uh, so what helps us a lot is just to uh, schedule in our day times to proc together. Um, and there was one particular time, there were a lot of things going on in the church, uh, and uh, it was... Uh, some of it was kind of painful. Anyway, uh, when we prayed together, my wife and I, uh, what happened, I felt, was kind of what was described in one of the messages. Uh, we changed our prayer from asking the Lord to change the situation to working in us. It was such a release. So I've gotten a lot of help from uh, praying with my wife. And also the other thing is letting students live with you or having and or having your home open all the time, including 11.30 p.m. Uh, it's such a joy to come home kind of tired uh, and then have a student ask you about God's economy that late at night. <laughs> it sounds tiresome, but actually it's not at all. It is so enjoyable. Uh, my name is Joe, and I'm also from Lubbock. Uh, my wife and I, we had the opportunity to migrate there a year and three months ago. Um, and when we were considering to move there, uh, we were praying and fellowshipping about it. And at some point, we just felt to pray specifically about somewhere we could live. Um, and so we prayed, and the next day, uh, we got a text message from Martin and Megan saying that someone in their neighborhood uh, had a home that was, they, they wanted to know if anybody they knew uh, would be interested in renting it. Um, anyway, so things, you know, kind of fell into place, and it happened that we were able to get a home uh, right next to the campus, uh, which is what we were burdened for based on the fellowship and the ministry. Uh, so the Lord really provided that and opened the door. Um, and anyway, just kind of our testimony from that, um, it's been really incredible to be that close uh, to where the students are. Um, so I'm working full time, uh, but I still have the opportunity to have lunch appointments once or twice a week. Um, and then also my wife, she's serving full time. Um, and she has, because we're so close, she's able to have students over. Uh, so instead of having to go to campus, um, she's able to, you know, anyway, have sisters over for appointments and things like that. So it's really been a blessing uh, to be 
uh, part of what the Lord's doing in Lubbock and uh, to be that close to the campus. Um, and then just something else, uh, just kind of a, a quick story. Um, we, we, there's a, a ministry meeting on campus on Sunday nights, and uh, so we go to that. And then afterwards, some of the nights, uh, uh, my wife and I and another couple have had some freshmen over uh, just to kind of a post-meeting, uh, spend some time together, play some games, eat some snacks, things like that. And um, anyway, this particular time, um, they, they were there. These three freshman guys came over. They were there until about 11. I drove them home. Uh, and then came back, got home at about 11.30. And um, anyway, as I pulled up, I just had this sense that what we were doing is the meaning of our Christian lives. Amen. And even taking care of students gives meaning to, meaning to our lives. Um, so we talk a lot about how if you don't have the Lord, you know, your life is void and meaningless. But I just feel like even in our Christian lives, if we're not taking care of ones, uh, if we're not bearing fruit, you know, there's something missing. And uh, so I would just say participating in what the Lord's doing in Lubbock uh, has really given meaning uh, even to our Christian lives. I'm Brian Watts. This is my wife, Allison, and we have, we're in College Station, Texas now. We recently migrated. Um, we have three little children, two, four, and six. Uh, so she's actually the one doing most of the work at home. Um, I'm working full-time. I'm a physical therapist, and she wanted to share first oh, okay. something. <laughs> uh, uh, I'll share. Well, practically, for me, in this situation, being a stay-at-home mom, I feel like it's very easy to feel like your capacity and your time and your portion is too small. And I've enjoyed this recently since we've moved, you know, learning, learning how to take care of people in the midst of busy life experiences. I mean, um, for me, practically, I have one in kindergarten, and there's this time slot during the day where I have to go pick her up from school but my other two kids are napping and it was just I needed something someone to help me so I wouldn't have to wake up my kids and it worked out that I was able to have two college students come and sit just sit in my house during that time and I didn't see it at the beginning that it was actually going to be a time that they would be cherished and I would be cherished because they're helping out with me and this my children um, anyway, we're really enjoying just learning how to practically care for the college students and the young people in our daily life. Yeah, so there's a lot of students to take care of, um, like many other places too. Um, but one verse that David reminded me of when he shared is this Hebrews 10.25, not abandoning our own assembling together. Um, so that verse has always encouraged me because I realize we have to meet together in order to go on, right? And so everyone's situation is different. Your situation in your city, your church life is different. Some have middle-aged saints, older saints, younger saints. Um, like Martin said, there may be some of the older ones there. Um, but it's whatever your situation is, you need to, we need to be meeting together. So we recently migrated to College Station, and we both have had a, we've had a home meeting for a while when we were in Jackson, Mississippi. Um, but over the last year before we moved, that our meeting had not been so consistent. And there was a definite difference in our whole church life because of that. Um, even though we both longed to have this kind of meeting, yeah. it, there, was, there was a little bit of a problem because what happened was our core group, they all migrated away. <laughs> so we didn't have anybody else, and it, it fell apart. Now, that shows how important it is to pray for your meeting with some. Um, but now that we've been in College Station, uh, uh, we were burdened to move for a long time, and we, I won't get into how we ended up there. But we just, the Lord moved us to College Station. He, he gave me a good job, and he gave us a good location of a house within two miles of the campus. 
And um, everything is just going in line with, it seems like, the Lord's work and the Lord's move. Um, and so on Monday nights, we, are, we have been opening our home, and we have sometimes eight freshmen um, in our home. And they're all um, already in the church life. I don't want to say church kids. They're all, they grew up somewhat in the church life. And so they really need our care, right? So we have just been faithful to have that meeting to have those freshmen in our home. Thank you for joining us today. To hear the complete recording and other messages, please visit livingtohim.com. If you would like to receive regular updates from us, please subscribe to this podcast and join our mailing list on our website. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube, where our handle is at livingtohim.com.